Mindfulness Mode 316. What's the difference you want to make for someone or something outside of yourself? It's not about you. It's about giving. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome to the show today. I recently returned from the New Media Summit in San Diego, and there was my friend, J.B. Crum. He's such a great guy, and I'm thrilled to tell you he's my guest today. I'm going to cut right to the interview, and I encourage you to listen to the very end, because J.B. offers a challenge, and it's well worth hearing. JV is always so inspiring. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode with JV Crumb the Third. Hey, Mindful Tribe, you are going to love this episode. I've got my friend JV Crumb the Third here. Hey, JV, how are you doing? Are you in mindfulness mode today? I am so mindful today because today I'm in Denver, but tomorrow I'll be in Santa Fe. And if you've never been to Santa Fe, folks, I want to give you a hint because I've been there a lot of times. There's a place called 10,000 Waves uh, where I was just last night, you know, kind of um, previewing everything. Every, every, uh, and it's the only authentic Japanese spa in the country. And it's about 15 minutes from downtown Santa Fe out in the mountains. And two years ago, I went there for my birthday and spent three days at the spa and did, I think, everything they have. So... That that's like a real treat. JV, you are going to love that. You're going to have a great time. And I think that's a pretty mindful thing to <laughs> I do. I think it is too. And then they have an open soaking tub, you know, that everybody can get in and be in this huge soaking tub that's, you know, hot minerals and everything. And that's pretty beautiful. Cool yeah. And that is mindful for sure. It is. Yeah. Mindful tribe. Let me tell you a little bit about JV if you don't know who he is. And you might know JV already because he's been on the show before, episode 133. So if you want to jump back and listen to that, we're going to talk about different things today. But mindfulnessmode.com forward slash 133 is that other episode. J.V. Crum Third is a speaker. He's a coach. He's the best-selling author of Conscious Millionaire, the book that's changed thousands of people's lives, and it can impact you too by helping you learn how to consciously grow your business and transform your life. JV is the man that has personally built businesses and is now the host of three podcasts under the branding of Conscious Millionaire. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But JV, last time we talked about mindfulness in general, I want to ask you about the mindfulness of money, because that's a mindset that some of us have a block with. Talk about the mindfulness of money, JV. Well, you know, I think there are multiple pieces to it. Every client I work with, because I work with clients who are typically they're high achievers and now they want to go to a new level. And one of the things, because I work with a lot of coaches, that's my primary market, but I also work with seven figure uh, service businesses that want to add at least another million in the next 12 months. But I only work with people who really have high goals. And even though they have the high goals, there can be because people who come in a brand like Conscious Millionaire, Nobody ever ends up on the phone with me or on a Zoom or anything or even on the show usually without really having a deep desire to help people. But there's something I've identified called the money purpose wound. Uh, And that's the name I gave to it because they're purpose driven, but a lot of times they have conflicts about making more money. 
Uh, along the way, they've picked up ideas like, well, I got these gifts for free, so I have to go out and give them to people to free. And here's an important distinction. The distinction between are we coaches and entrepreneurs, are we really in the business of saving people, which is where that kind of wounded mindset and poverty mindset and I've got to go save them and it's wrong to charge them, or are we in the business of empowering them and selecting to work with people that we resonate with, whoever that group is, but we're here to empower them. And when we make that distinction, we come to a new set of decisions. And those decisions are, it's not our responsibility to decide if somebody wants or is ready to be empowered. It's our responsibility to empower them if that's what they want. And once we let go of we have to go save people and convince them, right? We have to convince them that they want to do something more with their life. Uh, that's a losing journey. I, and I know because I used to be in that business, right? I used yes. to believe that. I used to help people where I believed in them 110%, but they were acting at 50%. And I thought if I just kept believing in them at 110%, finally, they'd get the spark. But you know what? I've come to a conclusion people self-choose whether they connect with the spark. It's our job then to empower them because they want to move forward. Right. But and to be to, there when they're ready, right? To be there when they're ready, but it's not our job to try to convince them they're ready when for whatever reason, and there could be so many different reasons, their soul is not at that place at that moment. You got to let them choose to be there. So what's the biggest reason that people have these money blocks? What's the biggest the mindset biggest reason, blocking right, them? Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I can't even tell you what the seven are. And I'm not even embarrassed about that. In my book, there's a, sec, there's a chapter on abundance mindset. And right. I came up with seven areas of limiting beliefs. I can't even tell you what six of them are because from working with so many clients, I found they all had the same one. And mm. here it is, but different people are going to say it one of two ways. Either they've got issues around I don't deserve, or they call it I, I'm not worthy. And everybody resonates with one of those words more than the other. And when you work with that piece, it's like a linchpin. When you deal with that piece, then all of a sudden all this other stuff starts dissolving and they start moving forward. But you've got to address that. And it's not a one-time thing. Because we have levels. Once you get to, let's say, you're at one level, but now you want to double to another level, you've got to go through this process again. You know, uh, I'm looking on and going, well, you know, uh, Hathaway, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, so you know what I'm talking about, um, yes. used to be the richest guy in the world. But right now, it's um, Amazon, right? So... And he's at 100 billion. And in our lifetime, unless we die soon. So in our lifetime, we're going to be all here when there's the first trillionaire. And what's going to be the difference between that person and somebody who just a few years ago, we thought 50, 50 billion was a whole lot of money. Now we're for the first time at 100 billion. And it's really mindset. Now they're going to do different activities. They're going to leverage higher, and they're going to be in a position to leverage and leverage and leverage because that's how you really build wealth. But it's having the mindset and thinking about your life and your business and money 
differently and asking different questions that get you to that next level. And everybody has to go through this kind of, I deserve. And at some point, you'll have gotten through that. But for most people, if you're not yet at 10 million, I think you're still going through that. And you may still be going through it if you're not yet at 100 million, because we just have different layers inside of us. Right. And you help people get to their first seven figures. I love, you know, that's the majority of the work I do, because I know when I got there, I was 25. And all of a sudden, I could buy a four-story, brand new four-story home on the water, have a Mercedes, go to Europe. You know, that was now my playground. And I grew up in a little town with two or 300 people. Now, when I, when you ask how poor were we? Well, imagine this, because most people don't even know what this is. We had an eight party line. And what that means is there were eight homes that shared the same single line. And when you wanted to use the phone, you'd have to say, Dolores, would you mind getting off the phone? I need to make a phone call. You'd have to bargain with your neighbors on the phone line. And there would always be the little old lady who listened to everybody's calls. You could hear them breathing. Eight party phone line, right? Because nobody could afford to have their own line when I was growing up in the little town I lived in. And did you have an indoor bathroom in your house? We did, but we, uh, we actually called it a one holer. That was the country term for that. Okay. So I think we could all know what that is. So (laughs) you you have, you have one bathroom and everybody's got to share it. Yeah. Wow. What a life. And we didn't even have central heat or anything. We had one floor furnace and Mm -hmm. it would be cold in the winter and everybody took their turn getting the floor furnace area to get dressed. Wow. No. So to get there at 25 really was a big deal, but I know what difference it makes for people, how it frees them up, how they can take care of their family different, give to causes, have the freedom to all of a sudden live differently. And then I like to take people who are at seven figures and help them start adding more layers of millions on to really empower them to go out and create a bigger wave. And you talk about passion, purpose, and values in your book. And I know you're all about that. You don't just talk about it, you live it. Share with us about the mindfulness behind that. Well, I think that all of us are on this planet for a specific reason. It's unique to each one of us. And I was just actually having this conversation about a, um, a, a day, I think yesterday or the day before. I, I like all these hard finance pieces, but... I really love working with people to discover that. And, and I just seem to have a talent for it. And I don't typically bring it up, but almost every client, we end up going through that process that when we discover, I call it your gold coin. Think of it this way. Purpose, your purpose is written on one side. But when I was looking for my purpose, which was about 20 years ago, I sold companies because I was making money, but I was not happy. I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't think I was doing what I was here to do. And I read a lot on purpose I found most of it useless. It made me feel good, but it didn't it'd say things like, when you find your purpose, you'll know it. And I said, well, I'd kind of already figured that part out. I want to know how to find it. Here's the answer, folks. I'm going to give it to you because I want you to have it. On the other side of the coin is the secret for finding it. And it's what's the difference you want to make for someone or something outside of yourself. It's not about you. It's about giving. It's about making a difference. And when you focus on that and you start journaling, I'm a big journaler. So journal on that and you'll find several things might come up, but something's going to resonate and then ask, well, who do I want to do this for? You know, is it coaches? Is it consultants? Is it bigger companies? Is it moms who have kids? 
Um, is it animals? Is it the planet in general? So I'm really, you know, my purpose is about it. I want everybody to have clean water. And that means we stop polluting the water, you know? So that's really how you discover that purpose. And that becomes the driver of your business. It becomes the driver of your life. It, it determines it literally what conferences you go to, who you decide to hang out with, who you have relationships with, who you're friends with. Because all my friends, all the people I hang out with, with not without any exception, are people who want to make a positive impact on the world, right? I, I just don't hang out with anybody else because I, I want us to all help each other to achieve that outcome and make our mark on the world and make this a better world for everybody. And I think that's what makes you so excited about living is that you're helping so many people. It is, it is why I get up in the morning. My biggest joy, I'm, you know, in, you know, I've got nine years of NLP training. So there's sort patterns in NLP. And there are people that were just set up this way that are kind of takers and they're all concerned about themselves. And that's all they're concerned about. And we know when we meet those people. Uh, and they can be highly successful, but not the, the most fun people to hang out with. And then there are people who are givers. And almost everybody who comes in, conscious millionaire, it just turns out they're givers. Right. So I might have to work with them about boundaries that you deserve to receive, too. That's a frequent piece I'm working with. But and I've because I've had to work with myself because I just give, give, give and forget to get. But that giving piece is where I get my biggest joy. Always. It isn't like if you give me a new car. Oh, that's my biggest joy. It would actually be if other people got to ride in and we all had a good time. That would be my biggest joy. Right. And I know that's the kind of person you are. And one of the ways that we can add value to the world and help people, well, it depends on our health, what our health is doing. And I know that you help people with their health because you have the Optimize Your Health podcast. For coaches and for entrepreneurs. For coaches and entrepreneurs. And your health journey has been particularly interesting. Tell us about that. Yeah, it is. It was um, um, a year ago. December 28, 2016, that I was diagnosed with diabetes and, um, and had high sugar. It was 429. So I did what any normal sane person would do. I fired the doctor. And, but why did I fire the doctor? You ask. It's like, that doesn't sound sane. No, that doesn't sound, no, it really doesn't sound sane, sane at all. Because the moment she told me, and I hadn't seen her before, and she was in her 60s, and a, a lovely person, but definitely had a very different mindset than I did because she'd already told me she thought holistic stuff doesn't work at all. The only thing, you know, the only kind of medicine she believes in is people taking pharmaceuticals. She told me that. So I already mm -hmm. knew we were in different worlds. And I said to, I looked straight at her and the first thing came out of my mouth was not, Oh my God, this is horrible. It was the only outcome I will accept is totally healing. And the first thing out of her mouth, which is why I fired her was you can't heal. That's not possible. And I said, what do I need a doctor or anybody in my life whose major goal is to convince me I can't heal? I'm kind of I thinking that the roles should have been reversed, that I should have yes. been going, oh, my life is ruined. And she's going, oh, no, it's okay, because healing is actually possible. Yes, it and is. She's going, healing's not possible. So I fired her, immediately did a lot of research. I'm now working with an incredible team of people with my outcome being to completely naturally reverse everything about diabetes. I don't even call it diabetes. I'm just saying it so people hear that. I'd say I have, a, I have high sugar mm -hmm. and I'm reversing the high sugar. And I don't even think of it as a disease myself because I think that's negative. I go, I have a condition and because I've now researched it so much, 
And I created the condition because of how I ate and the weight I gained and stopping exercise. I created it. And that makes me feel empowered because then I go, if I created it, it means I can uncreate it and create something else. And I've decided what I want is optimized health. And so that's why I decided to call the health podcast, Optimize Your Health, because I want people to optimize their health. If your coaches, your entrepreneurs, we're in this game to make a big wave with our lives. And you can't do that if you don't have longevity. If you're going to spend the last 30, 40 years of your life on a ton of pharmaceuticals and going to the doctor three times a month, that's not optimizing your contribution. It's not optimizing the wealth you're going to create. It's not optimizing anything. And all of us can because I'm doing it and I know everybody else can. So where are you now? What's your blood sugar level now? And yeah. how are you keeping it steady? Yeah. So it's um, been more in the hundreds. Uh-huh. I was sick recently and it went in the 200s. But they told me, they said, they know that this is perfectly normal. Don't worry about it. Um, so now I'm on a... Um, now I'm on a six-month commitment that I want to get to 185, so I want to lose all the weight. And I think within six months, everything that I'm doing, the supplements that I'm taking, uh, I think I'll be at 100. You know, I and think that that's really where I'll be, and which is so normal, the midpoint. You've lost life. quite a bit of weight already, right, JV? I have lost weight, but now I want to get to 185, and I actually, you know, as long as you can get to 185, you might as well get that fit body that I've had before. I might as well have my fit, you know, 34-inch right. waist body again. So are you taking any kind of medication at all for this? No, not none, zero. And I never have taken any. I've never taken any, um, you know, metformin. I've never taken any um, insulin uh, because I've told my body, we're going to heal. We're going to heal. And I've studied this so much that I, and I've read so many examples of people and I've talked to people who have totally reversed their diabetes and they all say pretty much the same thing. It's diet, it's lifestyle. And the truth is the stats I keep coming across is 50% of the people in the United States are either pre-diabetic or diabetic, but mostly undiagnosed like I was probably for two or three years. Right. But why is it occurring in our country, yet you go to Asian countries where they're literally Asian countries and not one person? And it is the horrendous, processed, horrible, chemical-laden food that we're eating. And I know the difference because when I grew up in that little country town, my dad was a farmer. We had 180 acres, and he did two acres just for us. And I had my grandmother living with us. We never sat down for dinner that we didn't have four fresh vegetables that were cooked in in some reasonably healthy way. Right. And that's what's missing. It's not Einstein. No, it's eating no, it healthy vegetables, eating healthy proteins, and cutting out the breads and the rice and all this stuff and the, the sugars. I cut out the sugars now. It's been basically a year. I've had almost no sugars in me at all. And I can say the biggest difference is that we talk about mindfulness. I have equanimity, and it really doesn't matter what stuff happens. I'm like equanimous. I'm level in my emotions throughout the day. And I don't get these highs and lows that I used to get. And I'm going, wow, I don't, I sold my whole wine collection. I had uh, like $500 bottles of Pinot Noir, which I'm going, why were you saving that? And, you know, cause you know, I had a 30 year plan for my, I had 1100 bottles of wine um, that I spent five years collecting. It's all gone. Mm. I sold it. 
I sold it through auction. I, you know, researched how to do that. And I said, alcohol is out of my life. And it's not going to serve me in the journey that I'm now on. And so I just, it's making decisions like that because you want to be mindful. You want to make your contributions. You want to live a long life and you have to decide folks, you can either eat this horrible stuff and put things in your body that are not going to be healthy for you, or you can make a new decision. So you've gotten rid of processed foods. You've gotten yeah. rid of sugar-laden foods. Oh, yeah. You've changed your diet. You've gotten rid of all alcohol. And yep. what about exercise? What have you done in that area? That's a great, great question. Um, you know, I just did this thing of traveling around for like seven months, and that really hurt my exercise routine. So now I'm going to be in one place for quite a while. Uh, I can say, and I'll just give a shout out to him. I was living across the street from an orange theory and, and it took me five months to work up from twice. So it's a really intense one hour workout group workout. And at first twice a week was a lot, but, but I worked up to four times a week and that was really strongly impacting in a very positive way. I was getting down to 112, 118 on my sugars. So I know that I need some kind of rigorous workout that in my case, that seems to work. And I really like that. My stamina went up. My walking, because I was living downtown, I would walk blocks. Like I would walk six or seven blocks. And before I started the Orange Theory, I would think that was kind of far. Mm -hmm. And I'd walk six or seven blocks in almost no time and feel like, oh, that's nothing. And so we can make those changes. It's just about being mindful about what's most important to us and what's our real priority. But getting clear about that and being honest with ourselves, that's the real clue. Yeah, that that is. And I just interviewed a, a guest who wrote a book about this very thing, uh, Dr. Stephen Masley. And he wrote the book called The Better Brain Solution, which is all about insulin re resistance, how to reverse and prevent insulin resistance, and how you can sharpen your cognitive function as a result. Do you feel that you've been able to sharpen your cognitive function? Oh my gosh. You know, the, I, I found a, a doctor who was, after I fired that one, it only took me a week. I found a doctor who's both an MD and a functional medicine doctor. And if you don't know, I did nothing about functional medicine uh, yeah. before I called a bunch of friends who had been on my health show. I go, what do you think I ought to do? They all said functional medicine. So functional medicine looks at your system. So she did all kinds of tests. And now I have a, a, a minerals that she had compounded just for me. And I mm -hmm. take it every day. And what it does is it completes my metabolic um, pathways that were not complete. And by the way, folks, all of us have metabolic pathways that are not complete. But when you have it analyzed so it's unique to you, you find out there's some that like all of us have, but then you find out the other ones and you can get supplements that will complete those uh, metabolic pathways. And she told me, because I, I had noticed for like two or three years and I didn't say anything about it because I'm going, God. Are you getting like early onset of Alzheimer's? This is horrible because I've always been like super smart and sharp, you know, three graduate yeah. degrees. I didn't get there by accident. Like, right. And I was feeling a little muddled and I was like concerned. And she and I talked about it. I said, okay, for, well, as long as we're going to talk about everything, let's just talk about everything. And she goes, no, this is the sugars in your brain. And right. in four months, that's all it took of stopping sugars. I was so much sharper 
my memory was so much better. I was connecting dots that before I wasn't connecting at all. And this had happened over a two or three year period that now we could look back and say, oh, well, this onset didn't happen in one day. This probably was two or three years that you actually had high sugars. Of course. But you didn't yeah. know it. Right. And the, so the brain really took a hit. But what's nice is the brain can repair when you get those sugars out of it. Right. Well, you now you seem like you're on fire because I know you're working on different projects. You're working on a podcast course. You're working on a 90 day accelerator program. Tell us about that. Yeah. You know what? What I have found from uh, doing lots of breakthrough sessions, I do breakthrough sessions where I guarantee uh, I've actually expanded the guarantee uh, recently. I was guaranteeing I'll find 50,000 in hidden revenue. And now I go, I'll find 50 to 500,000 in hidden revenue, and I'm going to give you steps to start picking it up. And what I found was that what was missing for most coaches and consultants, especially if they'd get to that magical 100,000, but now they, they honestly don't know what to do next, which makes sense because they're in a world they've never been in before. Right. Um, is they don't know how to set up their business to double it. They don't know how to focus in a way and do the specific things they need to do to really accelerate their business. And so they flounder and feel stuck and they do maybe 10 things, but they only needed to do one. So I believe in lean design. I believe in lean business. And so I, with every, every person I work, whether it's a coach, consultant, entrepreneur, I want them doing the absolute least, not because they're lazy, but because I want them productive, do the absolute least to get to the results they want and to impact their clients in a positive way. And that's why they can double your business. If you're less than a million and you have any goal less than doubling your business this year, you have the wrong goal because you can do that. Right. And this is, yeah, this is an incredible time when you can get out there and you can build your own business and especially, you know, Absolutely. your own coaching business. And another place to learn more about it is your, your podcast, Marketing for Coaches, how to, you know, and you're talking to podcast or to coaches all the time about how they build their businesses, right? Well, and the thing I love, I actually love that show completely. It launched uh, in August. So like last week, I, I uh, interviewed Jay Abraham. I've got Alex Mendozian coming on in a couple of weeks. You know, Russell Brunson, who did ClickFunnels. So I've got the top marketers in the world that I'm having on the show. And uh, when I finish the show, I go, wow, I myself just learned another layer. And uh, the people who are listening to it love it. And one of the things I decided to do, because everybody needs a great lead magnet. So I made the lead magnet in the middle of the show. So the guests not only give away a lead magnet, but we analyze the three reasons it converts so that everybody can go get the lead magnet for free. They've got the list because we put it on the show notes. They don't even have to take, take notes. And they can go, oh, this lead magnet got a lot of people to convert because of one, two, three. And they can learn how to build great lead magnets because everybody needs that. It's not an option if you want clients. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you have done fantastic things to help others and you're still continuing to do it. The first step, listeners, is to get your hands on this book, Conscious Millionaire. And it's easy to do. Tell us how to do it, JV. 
Well, I have a very special gift. If you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you're any kind of service business, those are the three people that I work with. I don't work with anybody else. And I've got an incredible offer for you. Uh, first of all, it's called the three-day challenge, but there's actually three pieces. I'm going to give you the infographic of my seven-figure formula for how you get to seven figures. And it gives you the exact steps and exactly what you need to do. And it's just as important to know what you need to do as it is to look at those steps and go, wow, am I doing a whole bunch of stuff that's not on this list? And it's like, Pro probably, probably. And you could stop doing that because that's not going to get you there quickly. And then I'm going to take you through the three-day challenge. Each day, you'll have a 10-minute coaching with me. It's a video-based coaching. And I'm going to guide you through exactly how to answer the three questions that lead to the three goals you need. And by the way, for the next 12 months, if you want to double your business, there are only three goals you have to have. So I'm going to help you choose exactly what the revenue and profit goals are going to be for your business. And I'll hold up my hand first because I have certainly set revenue and profit goals I didn't hit. And usually it's because of a combination of it's the wrong ones, you know, because you go, oh, well, you know, maybe I'm at a hundred thousand. I'll make 5 million next year. Well, I got to be really honest. Probably not. That's not the next increment in building your business. And people do that all the time. And then they're frustrated and then they feel like a failure. And really all you did was chose the wrong goal. And then you got to know, well, how do I make this big impact? Cause I'm all about making a big impact to get to your big money. And that's a simple question of which services and products should you have? And I'm going to literally guide you through and say, here's this category, choose one. Here's this category, choose one. Here's this category, you don't have to choose it, but don't choose more than one. Because again, I want you to do the least amount and price them where they really should be priced so that you get the money in that I know you deserve. And then the third goal I'm going to talk you through is your mission critical goal. And this is, think of, I grew up in Florida, so I actually grew up seeing a lot of rockets take off. Okay. Right? And so I learned a lot about rockets. And here's the thing. They have stages. And they need different kind of fuels and different kind of goals for each stage. Or you don't go forward. You abort the mission. Aborting the mission, by the way, is when you close your business and it's not a really happy mm. experience. I don't want you to have that. So I'm going to guide you through choosing the exact fuel and only one kind of fuel, not 10, one fuel that's going to make all the difference for your business so that you can actually double it in the next 12 months. And you're going to leave three days with basically your overview of your business model, where you're headed and how you're going to get there because you have the services and products. And then what's the fuel that's going to get that momentum because you want to get that momentum going as quickly as possible because here's the real secret about momentum. Once you've got the momentum going, you think about rockets. They use all their fuel to get out of the earth atmosphere. That's most of their fuel because once they get the momentum going, it doesn't take much. That's right. And the same thing's true with your business. Once you get the momentum going, it doesn't take nearly as much work. That's why when you get to your first million, I can guarantee you the second million actually is easy. Mm. You, you, it's going to take most of the momentum is getting to that first million. Then you go to the second, then you go to the third, then you go to the fourth. And I want you to have that experience because I know you're here to create a big impact. I call it making a big wave with your life. And so here's how you get all this. Plus here's the extra bonus that you brought up. I'm going to give you a digital copy of my book. Absolutely free 
as well. Because I want you to be set up for success. And here's how you do it. You go to Conscious Millionaire. That's my brand, ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash challenge. Again, that's ConsciousMillionaire.com forward slash challenge. And you get all of this. You get the seven-figure formula instantly. You get the book instantly. And you get the three-day challenge to totally set up your business so that you're now ready to have a trajectory called double my business in the next 12 months. Well, and I highly recommend you get there and I'm going to reiterate, go to consciousmillionaire.com forward slash challenge, because this can make all the difference for you this year. So, so definitely make it happen and then get that book because it's just filled with all kinds of mindfulness related ideas about how to move forward, use that momentum. Well, I even have how to meditate and how to visualize because those are my morning routines and I those are what I teach to other people, specifically a visualization that actually gets results. And I don't know of any faster way to become mindful or conscious than to have a meditation practice. I think everybody should have a meditation. And I'm just so glad you jumped in because I know you have those habits that you do every day that are mindfulness related. And you already mentioned journaling, which is another mindfulness related habit. Listen, folks, I'm going to give a free plug to Moleskin because that's the kind of journals I buy and they come in all kinds of colors. I actually have 11 different Moleskins for different things. Like I have one that for 2017, it was red and it had conferences written on it. And every conference I went to, I took all my notes in the same moleskin. And what's the power of that? I can take that moleskin, a little book with me anywhere and read my notes from every conference and every speaker I heard this year. Wow, that's great. That's a great way to organize them. And I know that's one of the things that about you, JV, is you're so organized. You've got that step-by-step process down and that's what you help others with. So I want to thank you so much for joining us here today on the podcast. I want to thank you. And and you were just recently a guest on Conscious Millionaire. So I want to thank you for being on my show. My pleasure. That was an honor. I am so excited to have been a guest. So thank you so much for joining us. And one more time, get yourself over to ConsciousMillionaire.com and then forward slash challenge to get this challenge to get moving forward. It will make a huge difference in your life. And JV is the man who using mindfulness will help it happen for you. And so I want to challenge everybody listening, as I frequently say on my show, I don't think there's an accident that you chose to listen to this episode. I think you were supposed to listen to it. So here's my challenge, because I know you can do it. I want you to know, I believe for you, even if you haven't yet totally believed for yourself, that this next 12 months, I want to challenge you wherever you are in your business, to double your business because that's going to double your impact. It's going to double your financial freedom. It's going to double really your ability to get out in the world, live the life that you want, doing what you want, and double your business in the next 12 months. JV, thank you so much for those closing comments. And uh, you have a great time as you move from one city to the other and you experience all the cool things you're experiencing. Take care, JV. Thank you so much, Bruce, for having me on the show. My pleasure. Bye now. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on Mindfulness Mode. For insightful blog articles and show notes for every episode, check out mindfulnessmode.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you could help us out by clicking on the iTunes link on our website and leave a rating and review. Till next time, Mindful Tribe, use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.